0: Hey everybody! Y'all know who it is? It's the What in the Word podcast, where each episode is designed to develop, to help you get a deeper relationship with Christ as you navigate this crazy world from a biblical worldview. As usual, well, my name is Sean, and I'm here with my brother Jay Baker, and we wanna get you with the fire today, man. We we just got we just came off of another episode recording where. It just, it's just, it, it, we just got to talk about it right now. The yeah. culture right now needs to hear truth. And we want to discuss right now, how do you stand for truth in the midst of a cancel culture? Because this cancel culture is out here, man. It, it presents all these obstacles for people to speak truth. Uh, and if you speak truth and the masses don't agree with you, well, you know what happens, you end up getting canceled. And so as believers, we're called to stand out and speak truth uh, and not conform to the world. And so we just want to chop it up around that today, man. You got anything to talk about as we introduce this, Jay?
1: Yeah, um, I really I want to I want to I want to kind of jump started with something you said earlier. Um, well, you said it last episode, I'm saying earlier earlier. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like they've a been here the ago. whole time with us. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago. <laughs> you said it in the last episode, you talked about how um, Christians are next. Um, mm-hmm. Some people are just jumping on board with everything right now. And uh, when it comes to this council culture, uh, I, the way that, you know, and me and you, Sean, we've been talking about this for a while now, uh, but the way we're headed, um, there's so much that, if you actually stand for uh, biblical principles and have a biblical worldview, um, there's going to come a point, and I believe it's in the in the in the near, I mean, in, in the near future. It's not something that's going to be uh, several decades off. I think this is coming up here soon. Yeah. That if we're not careful, we're going to be persecuted on a level we've never been persecuted before, uh, and it's going to cause a lot of people that. Um, they're gonna say, well, "Well, yeah, you know, I'm not quite sure if I believe everything that the Bible says, everything. but <laughs> yeah, but I think I think it's coming, man. I think this whole idea of council culture, man, where um, businesses, man, are, you know, y- you look at you look at Chick fil A, mm-hmm. right? They stood on certain things, uh, but they've even recanted some things." Right in the midst of a lot of pressure, right? They even tried to make donations. Right, I'm gonna let me make a donation to your cause or whatever, but that wasn't enough, right? You know, and so if we don't just stand, and there are so many different topics that you can bring up as far as somebody standing from a standing on a biblical worldview versus some of the things of the world, there's so many topics and so many areas to cover. You can just pick one sooner yep. or later. Uh, Christians are going to be attacked. If you're attacking everybody now, attacking all these different corporations, you're attacking all of these entertainers, attacking all of these athletes, uh, 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 musicians, you're attacking everybody. If you do not see that it's coming to the church next, mm. you're not trying to see.
0: it. Wow. You're not trying to see it. Uh, and here's the thing about cancel culture. It's sad in that I always say this because, but we we are the what in the word podcast. We do yes, want to try and, and share some light to some oversight. So some things that we might not be seeing as Christians uh, from the biblical text. And one thing that challenges me about cancel culture is when I see Christians participating in cancel culture against other Christians. We did an Ooh. episode of it, the state of the emergency episode with uh, Jonathan yes. uh, Joseph. Jacob, what's that boy's name? Um, they, Isaacs. Jonathan Isaacs.
1: Yeah, Isaacs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you made me forget his name. <laughs> See how I tried to blame it on you? Yeah, yeah.
0: Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan was running from Saul and David. No, no, no. But the young man came out and spoke some things. And then we saw Christians saying... Well, he ain't serving the God I serve, blah, 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 like these kind yeah. of things. And so we need to be careful what we co-sign as uh, believers in the midst of cancel culture. And we also need to understand this, that the culture as it is right now, ask rhetorical questions that don't have a straightforward answer. And if we're not careful, we'll get manipulated in the question Yes. And we won't be able to stand for truth because uh, of the way that the question is framed. I often say this: the one who frames a question usually wins the debate because mm-hmm. people have gotten so can uh, they, they they gotten so can can, can cunning. Sorry, I can't even get my words yeah. out. They've gotten so yeah. cunning in the way that they form questions and 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 and, and, and trick us uh, that if we're not careful, man. We be we we be leading ourselves to the slaughter. We will be yep. leading ourselves to slaughter. I was looking at uh, a Robbie Zacharias quote. He says, "With no fact as a referent, what is normative is purely a matter of preference." Ooh. If we're not basing the things that we say on truth, not my truth and your truth, no, 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 it's not objective. Uh, 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 when when certain things are said. And what ends up happening is it becomes a matter of your opinion, my opinion, and truth mm-hmm. stands by itself without it being uh, brought into the discussion with uh, any person's opinion. And cancel culture is so bad now, we're seeing people who cancel people turn around and get canceled later. People are yes. being canceled from things that they did 20 years ago. I was looking at... uh uh the guy uh what was his name he was a uh, he's an executive at one of the major air, aircraft places and he said something about women in the military 20 years ago which he says he doesn't believe anymore but he mm-hmm. said it 20 years ago they dug up 20 year ago quote and now he had to end up resigning because of something he said 20 years ago uh yeah. when the culture was different 20 years ago and all he said about women in the military was that they shouldn't be combat soldiers because of the thing, you know, uh, 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 a certain thing, which was his opinion. I'm not saying it was mm-hmm. truth or wrong. It was his opinion. And now he's being counseled for it 20 years later. He done started a family. He got all this other stuff going on and he lost his job because of what he said when he was younger.
1: Yeah. And you, and you think about um, freedom of speech is, is, is it totally goes out of the picture. Um, When you think about council culture, here's here's the thing. Um, When you look at how um, so many people quote the Constitution and different things when they're trying to get certain justices or they feel like they've been wronged or anything, but you take away some of those same rights from other people from having their opinion, you can never, I'm going to say this. We will never have a society, uh, <laughs> right, where everybody agrees on everything. It's, it's not going to happen. So choosing to uh, to counsel out everybody that don't believe with whatever the norm is at that moment, right? Because you brought it up last episode, right? At one moment, you have people not kneeling, right? they like, man kneeling, that's stupid. I can't believe they dis—they disrespecting the Patriots. They disrespecting our veterans and disrespecting all this. Now everybody is looking at people that don't kneel. we just talking about Jonathan Isaacs, uh, right? If you're not doing what everybody else is doing at that moment, you, you, you're being prepared to be counseled yeah. uh, if you say certain things. So we begin to start taking away people's uh, uh, constitutional rights in those type of areas too. It, I, I think I think a lot of times we we're going off of impulses and we're not thinking things through. Really, when you look at a lot of stuff, if you actually take some time to sit and think things through on how you try to proceed in certain areas, you will notice quickly that if I do that, that that's like really being a hypocrite in this area that I'm asking you to help me to uphold, if I'm asking you to up, help me to uphold my right to be able to do this and say this and all of these, how can I take this person's rights from them for right. sharing their opinion? And so, uh, you brought up Zachari- uh, Robbie Zacharias a while ago, and and I always point back to Abdul Murray's book, um, Standing for uh, 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 Oh Saving Truth. I got okay. it back there on the stand. Saving Truth. Uh, I think it's important because it, it, it deals with those preferences, uh, over truth right now. Right? It's not about facts, it's not, and I'm not going to say l- l- let me say this because you always got to c- uh, correct something for people take it out of context. We're not, we don't want that- to get canceled <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 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 Everybody is not ignoring facts, but some people are. Are ignoring facts based off of their preferences. I prefer this. They will ignore facts. Some people look into facts, but if a lot of people, if it's not a f- uh, fitting your agenda, you will ignore it. Just, yeah. just let's just be honest about that. And so, yeah, man, I think, I think it's, it, I, I think it's dangerous. I, I let, let me say this. I see, I see some positives, and I see some 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 ways that council culture can be dangerous. Mm-hmm. right um let, let me just share some of the dangers first we just said this first because it's about perception a lot of times not all the times but a lot of times it's about how we perceive what this person was thinking right we we, we, we assume or presume that when you said that this is what you meant even though the person may go back and try to show you that's not exactly what I talked about right. It's about perception, not necessarily facts. The second thing is why it's dangerous. Many times, uh, it leaves out context. Right? We'll will take something somebody said, and we don't put everything in in, in its entire context, uh, and we don't leave room for that person or that corporation. Whether you're trying to counsel a person or that entire corporation or whatever, we don't leave room for them, those persons or those people to be heard. Right. Like. No matter who you are, don't ever feel like your opinion is so strong that you can't hear somebody else. And so especially believers. Yeah. Right. The world. I'm not surprised that the world does things like that. But as believers, we ought to have we ought to have uh, a little more grace operating and mercy in our lives to say this person. Whether we think everything they are saying is foolish. I need to at least be willing to hear you out. Right. Instead of just. Saying you don't have a right to say nothing, you just stupid. We say all kind of crazy stuff, yeah. But we are we ought to at least hear the person. And the last thing is this: it promotes other people's failures like we don't have any. Ooh. When, when, when you when you think about cancel culture, it's saying, "Look, you made this statement at one point in your life, whether it was the wrong statement, you shouldn't have made it, but you made this statement." And I need to make sure everybody knows about your failures, but we'll act like we don't have any failures. And so it highlights other people's failures like we don't have none. And I think that's probably the most imp- uh, important danger out of all of the three that I just shared because yeah. it's like, you know, man, that person did this or that person said that. Ooh, let's make sure everybody make you, you get stuff saying make it go viral. Yeah. Make this person's. Uh, mistakes viral but we hide ours undercover and say no you don't need to see any of the ways that I've messed up because I feel like that the way you messed up is on another level than I messed up but if we want to make it biblical in the eyes of the Lord sin is sin.
0: Yeah sin is sin bro and the other part of it like I'll just piggyback off what you just said it doesn't give uh, that person who quote unquote messed up the ability to be redeemed unless yes. they repent in the way that agrees with you, yeah. And so we're two things. We're, we're it was just like the movie that we 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 just watched. Uh, we just talked about watching about the Centennial Park bomber.
1: Uh, oh yeah, Richard Jewell. Yeah, yeah, Jewell.
0: Yeah, but the way that the media portrayed this man without having all the facts, and yes. then no one goes back and says, oh. Ha- were we wrong? Uh, can that person be redeemed? That person's life is jacked up after we mm-hmm. decide to cancel them or send them, make them go viral. Whether it's true or not, that person's life is forever jacked up now. Uh, and I've seen even cases as I've researched where people uh, and I, I. I don't know if there was a, a valid resource that I found this data on, so I won't mention names, but I yeah. heard of a person who's on the Internet. Who often likes to send pe- make people go viral when they have something against them, and this guy uh, he ended up going to jail based upon what this internet person said, and killing himself in jail, and then they found out he wasn't even it wasn't even correct. Yeah. yeah. Now the blood is on this person's hands, right? Like you you said we're gonna send this person viral, blah, blah, blah. and the person couldn't handle jail, so he murdered himself in jail. He hung himself in jail it was wrong. They were wrong. And no one goes back in remorse. Uh, no one goes back and, and and prints the statement that we got it wrong. Like, you know, whatever yeah. the big newspapers are, oh, we got it wrong. That person just canceled now. That person's always remembered for that thing. Uh, and so the whole thing is we don't have a path of redemption once people are canceled uh, yeah. because it's just based upon opinion. And uh, we live in an age of disinformation where people just... Just put misinformation out there all the time. Uh just tonight, I have a friend who was uh I, I'm grateful for this friend. They posted something that's been attributed to uh Nelson Mandela. Sounds mm-hmm. like messendella And so I went and I searched it and I was like, that wasn't Nelson Mandela that said that. That was this person. And I put it on their yeah. post. And they were like, Oh, I'm sorry, I just posted somebody else's thing. They corrected it, but the whole reason I found out it was Nelson Mandela. Because a whole lot of people have attributed it to Ma- Nelson Mandela when it was never Nelson and Mandela who said it, right? Yeah. Uh, and so we really have to be careful uh, of just forwarding, of just prolonging this whole cancel narrative. And I really believe that there's a silent minority out there that would agree with the person who's being canceled, but they don't want to step up and speak for that person Fear. because, hey, they throwing rocks. Uh, but when, the, when the girl said, hey, you look like one of the people that was with Jesus. No, I wasn't. I wasn't, no, yeah. I got no parts of that. Y'all done canceled Jesus.
1: <laughs> and he was doing miracles. He was doing all kinds of stuff. He knew how to talk to y'all when y'all tried to trap him. I don't know how to do that.
0: <laughs> so so I start, wasn't with
1: him. Yes, these start cutting folk out. I told you I wasn't with you <laughs> so, Say it again We gonna box Yeah Yeah
0: But we just sit there And we, and we Man I can't remember yeah. One time bro I can't remember One time We was uh, I had We had Brianna Brianna was a baby so mm-hmm. That's how long ago it was And I just wanted To get out and about I wasn't a Christian Back then So just so y'all know I wasn't a Christian Back then <laughs> uh, and So I just wanted To get out and about And 8 Ball MJG Was gonna be at Doris Miller Yeah and so anybody who's familiar would also know Doris Miller was in the middle of a blood neighborhood over there where I grew up. And so me, my little brother, my younger brother and his homeboy, we went all down, paid our money to get into the 8-Ball eight, eight MJG concert at Doris Miller. We sit around waiting. 8-Ball MJG never show up. Ooh. So now people are getting hot, heated, swole. And I can remember seeing uh, a bunch of Crips. Walking like they finna come to the concert. And then the people who were promoting the show was like, nah, y'all ain't coming up in here. Uh, but it was one Crip that he wasn't dressed like a Crip, <laughs> but you, yeah. you knew he was a Crip. And I can remember he walked, he walked past and he walked up on the stage, but he kind of grew up on he kind of grew up over there. And so some people know him, and I guess they gave him a pass. And I can remember, oh, Doris Miller, they had them curtains next to the stage. Yeah. That brother was blended in with them blue curtains on the stage. He was kind of standing up there like, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: he was crazy.
0: Yeah, he was blending in. He was like, he like he knew what was going down. All the other ones out there getting riled. He was like, nah, bro, I'm, I'm just it's finna get out of pocket. It's finna get out of here. Yeah. And so they had the laws down there too. It was a bunch of like, I guess off-duty laws, they had to po- put just the black police tees on. And one one of them started pushing the Crips out, said, nah, she said you can't. They they say you can't come in there. They say you can't come in here. And he turned back around. One of them just stole off on them. Wow. And so the laws start spraying mace all up in there. We all up in there waiting for H-Bow MJG to show up. Mace all on it. We can't barely breathe, coughing. But we ain't leaving because we paid our money. They <laughs> said they coming. <laughs> so they cleared out all the crips. One come back and he's, he's in the middle of the parking lot throwing up his stuff or whatever. So we figured, out oh, they, they ain't coming. So everybody started leaving. We get outside. All the laws just said, this nigga, robbed. they left. They like... We off the clock, yeah. they gone. Man, they beat this boy so bad. All his homeboys left him. Nobody was back. They they threw a. Uh,
1: ain't in that. <laughs> That's what they saying. They getting up out of there. They
0: got right up out. Man, they beat this. boy, They beat the brakes off this boy, and then they tried to light him on fire. Me and my yeah. brothers, everybody's sleeping around trying. To Man, me and my brother, we just, we just, we just start it toward the, toward the car. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. No. I don't know. No. I. I don't. To this day, I don't know nobody who was down there, Jay. I don't know nothing about nothing. I yeah. just know that boy got his bra- the brace beads off up, and I I got the moving. But the but the whole thing is, you showed up with all these people strong. These are your people. Yeah. But when one person get into it, mm, mm, mm. they dispersed, and I think yeah. that's what the cancel culture is like. Like it's so aggressive that I'm with you, Jay. But I don't yeah. want no part of what you're getting right now. Yeah. So I'm going to call you. I'm going to text you. Hey, bro, I hope you're feeling better <laughs> after what you said on Twitter. They dragging yeah. you. I love you. But I'm not going to yeah. say it in public. I'm not going to yeah. stand up for you. I'm not going finna... to. Because they were outnumbered. They were widely out. Mm, you, you're mm, on the wrong mm. side. You're in the wrong, you're in the wrong territory. Long story short, but y'all know by now that's how we talk. That's how it is for Christians. We're in this yes, world. Sir. We're outnumbered. We got to be willing to stand for one another when somebody else is getting canceled. Say, man, I got your back. That's truth. Uh, I'm riding with you. That's truth. They drag you. They're going to drag me. Why? Because Jesus told us that we're going to get canceled. And so we are. We, <laughs> yep. we, we, we We should automatically have the posture that, man, I, I, I'm, I'm getting canceled today. Because Jesus said the world's going to hate you because they hated me first. Yep. You're going to get canceled because I done been canceled. They done <laughs> took my fix. life.
1: Expect to be canceled. <laughs>
0: yeah. You say truth, people are going to come for your head. Yeah, Get ready.
1: Yeah, I mean- And, it's... and so
0: what's the option? <laughs> I mean, so what's the option? We don't, we just don't speak truth? We don't say nothing? Hmm. I don't know, Jay.
1: Man, I, know, Jay. I, th- I think, I think two things, just listening to you just talk just there, man. I think two things are very important- from a, a worldly perspective and from a a, a a student of Jesus perspective, from a student of Jesus perspective, I think that's why it's so important for us to really like disciple people right now. The church needs to really focus on the discipling and growing people up, right, moving them from milk to meat. Mm. Right. They should get to a point to where they're mature and they can begin to start handling certain things differently and be willing to stand out. We should be outcast. But from a worldly point of view, man, I think it's important that we need to start really like teaching people research. Mm. Like when you were talking earlier about how people are just uh, reposting memes and all these different things and they're not checking the source or anything. I think we really need to like really start focusing on research being a class, man. Yeah. Like um, if, if we really want the best type of people out here to have to go through the information and make sure we get truth out there. And I think really to tell you the truth, I think a lot of people don't want that. I think I think a lot of people don't. They want people ignorant, but no matter where you are. Right. You could be a regular person and you just be gaining a following. You could be somebody in authority or leadership and you're you gaining a following. Uh, some people like it to where you just go along with everything they saying right. and you don't question it. Right? right. But I think that's important. I think right, right now we need to really be teaching some of the basics of research and allowing people to say, man, that's some that's the wrong type of information. I can't believe I've been following for that in so that we can really have people out here presenting, you know, truth the way it should be presented. And like us as Christians, you've been saying it over and over, man, like we have to start, we have to be willing to not only stand for the truth, but we have to begin to start standing behind other believers. And I I think that's why when we did that emergency episode about Jonathan Isaacs, I think that was that we we needed to do it because he had other people that was like speaking up for him. But I think- more people should have been speaking up for that guy, um, and believers. I, I just to be honest, man. Believers are losing their mind. Well, I'm gonna say it like this: people that claim to believe, a lot of claim to believers, claim to believers. Yeah. Claim the believers. I didn't made up a word. Them if you CTBs. Heard first, them CTBs. You heard it here first. Them claim to believers. Get the t-shirt made up. Claim to believers. Get a trademark. Hurry up. Those CTBs, man. They, uh, <laughs> Man, I think just too many people are claiming to believe and yeah. they just live it however they want to. Like... They throw Jesus' teaching like all the way out the window. You know, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a turn the other cheek until you do this. I'm going to, you know, whatever it is, we can we can pull whatever it is. I'm going to be a peacemaker, peacemaker until you do this or until you say that or until yeah. you don't agree with me here and that we're supposed to be peacemaker stuff go out the window. We're supposed to do these things that go out the window. His teachings just disappear based off of whatever the climate is yeah. man, this is making me uncomfortable and we got to yeah. be able to stand man in the man. midst of this,
0: man, that's, that, that, man, that's like the, that, man, that's a parable, man. That's like them, them <laughs> seeds, them seeds that was sown when they get hot. Yes, sir. That seeds yes, sir. Bring for no life. It just scorches. Um, but man, that, man, that's, um, another thing, man, that, that, When you said that about uh, (laughs) the (laughs) CTBs, we have to be careful with cancel culture Mm -hmm. because Christians should not only be backing up other Christians who are standing for truth, but Christians who are standing upon God's word. Because there's some Christians out there who are saying they're standing for truth, but it's not based on word. It's based on moral behavior. It's based on all these kind of things. And so we got to be careful because... We could put moral behavior above God's word, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, 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 it's it's right to do this, and since you're a Christian, you do what's right. But it's like, nah, that's moral behavior that's not necessarily steeped in Christianity, right? Like yeah. So we have to really, really, really be careful, uh, and not let. Let me say it like this: the world has a different standard of morals than the church yes. has a standard of morals. Let me say it like that, because I don't same wanna,
1: thing with justice.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we could be chasing this watered down morality. Yes. And it's not the gospel. And so we need to stand, we got to make it clear, we're standing for the gospel. We're not listening to athletes who are not standing for the gospel. We're not listening to music stars who stand not standing for the gospel. Our actors who are not standing for the gospel, right? Uh, and I think we have affinities to certain people. I was looking at a YouTuber earlier and he was, uh, he was defending... Uh, one of the people that he likes in culture right now that's being canceled, and he said, I got to be honest, I like them. And maybe some, maybe I'm biased because I like them. And I think some of us will do that where Beyonce or Jay-Z or Will Smith, I'm just naming, I'm not saying that they're doing anything yeah. crazy, I'm just naming popular people, will say, I'm going to ride with them because I like them. And not being willing to call them out when they're wrong, like Peter and Paul.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, oh, so you can eat with the Jews when no yeah. they know, I mean, you can eat with the Gentiles when ain't no Jews around, but when other Jews yeah. come around, like yeah. I, I, I know, I know on the, okay, oh, yes, hey, I know yes, what Jesus sir. said to you. I
1: know <laughs> you,
0: you, yeah, you one of them. Yeah, and and if we're talking in terms of apostles, you was walking, rocking with Jesus when he was on earth. I, I came later,
1: but mm-hmm. I gotta call
0: you out. I gotta tell you to your face, you wrong yeah. on this one. Yeah, and that doesn't mean we cancel that person. But we, we need to be able to call certain people to the carpet. And I understand if we don't have access to these famous people, but we yeah, still yeah. need to be able to call people to the carpet who are following these famous people yes and saying, sir. like, no, 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 no. This ain't no Paul and Apollos thing right here, dude. This this is this is gospel. We gotta mm-hmm. be able to align with the gospel. And remember, this is why we don't cancel people as Christians. Because Jesus came for the canceled people. Ooh. Jesus came for the tax collectors, he came for the sinners. <laughs> Christianity Ooh. don't cancel. And I know it's crept, crept into the church over the years. We, we people have shunned people and put people out of fellowship. And there are times where you put people out of out of fellowship. Yeah. But that's only because of unrepentance. Yeah. That's only because of one. We don't cancel people that that are like, Yeah, you're right. I repent. Right. Uh, but we put people out of fellowship. It was the scripture say, so that they might learn. Yeah, it's it's it's, all about repentance. It's all about repentance. It's all about them finding redemption. It's all about them coming back to Christ. And so that's where I think the church got off a little bit in the past. It was just kind of like, you know, your your skirt got to be this long and and you can't come here. And you was at the club last night. You can't come here Sunday morning. No, that's not what that's about. It's about teaching (laughs) them to repent from the things that they've done wrong or whatever. And so... Yeah, man. I I just want to piggyback that, man, because Jesus came for the canceled, man. Yes, and, sir. And how are we gonna be better than our master? Yeah. And notice, I said I I I selectively chose the word master right there. We'll never mm-hmm. be bigger than our master.
1: Yeah. And scripture even talks about that. <laughs> it says it in Luke, and I believe in yeah. uh in Matthew. Yeah. The 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 student is not above his teacher, right? If your teacher suffered, if your teacher went through some stuff, he says it in John too. If they didn't believe what I had to say, <laughs> what makes you think they're gonna listen to you? Yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's that simple. And 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 we've explained that away, Jay. This is the thing
0: that I, I, I see. Oh, uh, that was Jesus. That ain't me though. That that song. Try Jesus, don't try me. No yeah. man.
1: Oh man.
0: Come on, bro. If it...
1: <laughs> yeah. What what when I when I saw that. I had no problem with the world. Again, I I don't have a problem. World, the world is going to do what the world system is set up to do. You are gonna act according to those ways. Yeah. But when you see believers, I saw believers saying, "That's what I'm talking about." I was like, "I'm just gonna be honest." <laughs> that we go back to them CTBs. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that because we because we have a lot of people that are claimed to be believers. Yeah. We have a lot of it, but their lives show something else. Yep. Um, and and I think like, um, let me grab my notes real quick. I, I also think, man, like, so people will try to, you know, bring up Martin Luther King and say... That the council culture that we see today, right, because they bring him up because they know that he was a follower of Christ mm-hmm. and they bring up council culture and say, well, this is just uh, 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 like an updated form, right? An evolved form of what they were doing in those civil rights days. Um, but I think the problem is th- this. This is the thing I, I, I look at when I see a lot of people quote Martin Luther King or whatever, the problem with them quoting him like they do is they don't they don't take the time to see the him operating out of love the way he did. Right. Um, it, just just in general, we talk about reconciliation. He he never saw people as the enemy to the point to where I need to destroy you. Right. right? It was all about how can we how can we get to the point to where we can come to some type of understanding. Whether we come to an agreement on it, that's different. But he was always seeking understanding. That that's that's actually trying to show the love of God to another person, right? And so, here here are a few things, and based off of what I'm talking about with Martin Luther King, um, here here go a few positives. And, and I want everybody listening. I want you to kind of hear me closely. So here are a few positives. Now, when we're talking about when I say positive about council culture, I mean in the sense of doing it differently than the way it's being done out in the world right now. So this yes, is what I mean. If 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 counsel culture is done correctly, it allows the person that does not have a voice to be heard. Now, what I, what, what I mean by that is this. You don't go and counsel the other person, but you find ways to allow the voiceless to be heard. Now, mm-hmm. that don't mean that everybody that don't agree with you, that you shut them out and, and make sure that their voice is not heard, but you find ways to elevate the voice of the one that had no voice in the beginning. Right. The, the second thing, if used correctly, again, if used correctly, not in the sense of how the world uses it where... Uh, I don't agree with none. You ha- I don't agree what you're saying. It don't line up with what I say. We're not talking about it in that way. If used correctly, it can shine some light on issues that really need to be addressed. Um, so when you look at you, you, you look at um, uh, our culture today, uh, we have a lot of issues. Within our country, and not even just our country, just all over the world, right? I like one reason why I like what Jonathan Isaac was saying is, is that he said race issues is not the only problem in the world. It's not the only sin issue in the world. Yeah. And so, if if we do things correctly, it allows light to be shined on all issues, and we don't single out certain issues. You know what I mean? And so again, if used correctly, it can strip away the power of those that are abusing people. Yeah. But Stripping away of the power of of somebody that's abusing or trying to give a voice to somebody else, that's different than saying that I'm going to make sure that you are not heard at all just so I can be heard. But it's saying in the love of Christ, I'm going to make sure even though you have a voice already, I'm going to make sure that these other people that don't have a voice actually have a voice. And so... We live in a world and and we've talked about this on another podcast, but the problem with so much stuff today is is that uh people think that the ends justify the means and that's Ooh. not correct Ooh. we have to get to the point to where the means are very important to bring out the type of means that we're looking for if we are able if if we're willing to bypass the right means the proper means right from a biblical perspective right because you just talked about how. Uh, how we look at justice differently than the world, and how we look at uh, other issues differently than the world of uh, morality. Right? We right, right, talked right, about right. morality. If if we look at these things differently, then the means we use would be different to try to accomplish the same type of goals. That's good. And um, I think really that's the only positives that I see. And and when and again, and when I say positives coming out of council culture i'm not talking about doing council culture the way that everybody else is doing it
0: yeah you're talking you're talking from more of a perspective of bringing things to light yes and sir. showing a social conscience that we care about issues that we're that we're not thinking about the discarded we're not thinking about the lowly we're, like we're not not thinking about them right yes so, sir when we think about the issues that, you know, might be with immigration, there might be with police brutality. When we like we yeah. we're not ignoring them, we're thinking about them, but we're not trying to force people to see
1: things our way in the midst of them. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and like, if you think about it like this, if we are addressing a certain issue in society right now to let me see the best way to say this. If if I'm going to let, let's use an example of somebody getting counseled. Uh, let's say uh, who's been counseled. Um,
0: that professor that uh, read the letter from a Birmingham jail and he read it verbatim how Martin Luther King wrote it and he used the N word.
1: Yes. Okay. So let's let's use that situation. So him reading that verbatim instead of trying to counsel him and say that. He's obviously a racist. He gotta be, he used the N word, even though everything else is clear that he was reading it word for word, Mm -hmm. instead of, uh, instead of counseling him in the same sense that other people counsel him. It's like saying, I'm going to give you the opportunity to show people what you really meant by the way that you did that, by how you read that verbatim. You wanted people to see, uh, uh, the the real issues of the day. He, when, when Martin Luther King or whoever was writing certain things, they were really addressing issues of that day. You 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 wanted people to really see. I don't I don't know what he was thinking, but just yeah. just say that's what he was doing. Yeah, that's the idea of uh, allowing somebody to have a platform to be able to correct whatever needs to be corrected, whether it's provide some some context to it. But just saying you have no voice, that don't work. Yeah. But giving people space and saying, look, man, wh- so what you're saying, did you really mean to say that? Like, are you really trying to be racist in, in your statement? And the person is like, no, 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 no. I, I I read it verbatim for a reason, You know, that's if that's what he was doing or whatever. Yeah. But we have to give people the grace to be able to do that. You just can't say, oh, you made this one statement and that means that's it. Or Roseanne Barr, I mean, she got canceled too, right? Yeah. Lost her show. Yeah. Um, uh, many different people she have wa-
0: been She ca- wanted the original cancelee. She, she, was, she was right back <laughs> in the day. She was getting canceled. But you know what's funny though, Jay? This is funny. This is funny to me. And I, 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 I don't want to get too far off of, uh, you say the goodness yeah. come out of it. But Dave Chappelle can say whatever he wants to say mm-hmm. and not get canceled because Dave Chappelle don't care about getting canceled.
1: How you gonna cancel mm-hmm.
0: somebody who don't care about getting canceled? Dave like, forget y'all yeah these jokes okay whatever (laughs) we gotta we gotta adopt that type of mentality man yes sir but but to go back to what you were saying about the good stuff that comes of it here's a here's a bit of a flip side of that um i have written down we can see cultures and like I've, i've experienced cultures like this like in the in eastern cultures where uh where individuals, they often speak or act in ways that bring honor to the collective group. Yes. And so the idea is uh, my individual activity is not so much about me, but it's about the group. And so then we'll get back into that herd mentality kind of ideology. And we're not really going to talk truth based upon what, uh, because I don't want to be shamed by the rest of the group. And so here's the thing. I used to work at an IT company. And I had a team that was in uh, China and um, I was their manager here in the United States. Made no sense, but follow me on this. I used to get home, eat dinner, spend time with the family, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. Oh, it's actually Monday nights. I would have small group, 930. I would hop on a call because it was 13 hours ahead. It was their morning. And I would talk to them about certain things that they had did the night before that I was checking on, right? The day was their night before. And so... They would always go, I said, so do you get it? They would do stuff wrong. And I'm like, no, 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 you can't. But it was a shame culture. They thought that if they did something wrong, it brought shame to the whole team. And if they didn't know something, it was shameful for the whole team. And so what they would do is go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they would agree with whatever I said uh, that they needed to do, even though they didn't do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, And so it was, yeah.
0: like, it, it was just a facade. And so I come back the next day and say, You didn't understand a word that I said yesterday because you obviously didn't get it right. Right. And so we can get to a place, and I think our culture is getting to that place now where people say, Do you believe this? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I believe. I saw, what?
1: yes. I yes. saw people
0: in the streets protesting, walking up on people at restaurants, making them say stuff. These people, I just want to eat my dinner. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: Yes, sir.
0: It's like, we <laughs> because we're afraid of the crowd. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to mess up his quote, but this is from Thomas Sowell. Thomas Sowell is somebody I I, I read because he's an economist. He, he he was born in the 1930s. He's 90 now. So he's he's a black man. He grew up through Jim Crow. He, 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 he through everything. Been through all of this. Yeah. And one thing that he said recently, he's still tweeting at 90 years old. One thing that he said recently and i'm gonna mess up the quote i'm gonna I need to go find it but he said basically what he's seeing right now is the same as nazi propaganda because if you say it long if you say it with enough emphasis and long enough it'll be eventually become truth because yes. no one's opposing it and i think that's something that we're seeing in our culture right now where no one's opposing certain ideas from a biblical world view and if you say it long enough it becomes truth. Example. Yes. I don't, listen, I don't usually preach about this stuff, but this is a podcast. So right now, I'm hoping we don't get canceled like Joe Rogan, but.
1: <laughs> counsel us. Counsel us. We host on our own website.
0: Don't hack our website though. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, this lady, she's a bit of a troll. She goes to this college campus and she's, arguing with these uh college students about abortion and mm-hmm. I, I bring this up because the trump is um doing the supreme court justice now and people are worried about her because she's a catholic and one of the things they're worried about is she believes abortion is wrong and so they're like mm-hmm. if she comes in she can mess up roe v. Wade and all this kind of stuff not to say that the other people don't believe that they mess it up for people who do believe that's another story though so this lady she goes to the college campus and she's talking to like college students and she's saying, is abortion wrong? And they was like, it's my body. And she's like, yeah, but do you, how many toes and f- fingers do you have? Basically, do you have 20 fingers or 20 toes? They're like, no. It's like, so it's your body, but you have another body inside of your body, right? And so she's making them think and they and they get to the point where they just get so mad that they can't articulate a discussion with her based upon what she believes that they start screaming and shouting. And so yeah. she was. She was on the campus just recently, and she, she wasn't wearing a mask. And they were like, "You need to wear a mask." She say, like, and then she'll throw back at them, "Oh, we just talking about abortion. My body, I do what I want to with my body, right?" And people yeah. just get so angry that yeah. now it's like I'm angry. And now, what council culture does is we begin in shout and yell over you. She can't have a discussion with any of the other students. They kicked off the campus. All this kind of stuff. She even had the campus police come. And she like they were like, "Can you please leave?" And she was like, "No." Because she's getting YouTube views. Obviously, she's trolling. Mm-hmm. But she was like, I'm not leaving the campus. I have a right to be here. And they're like, plain you please leave. Uh, we're going to cite you for criminal trespassing. She was like, I'm not going to jail because it's a public, uni- a public university. I have the right to be here. He's like, can you just work with me, please? More and more students start congregating. They have a rule that they can't be within six feet of each other. And so she started asking the cops, well, how about you make them disperse and i leave? Make them so that they're not They're not con- <laughs> Right Cause she was, she, she was like it's He was like It's a few of you And it's more of them And that's what the authority Started saying It's few of you And more of them I just want to keep yeah. peace And so we get to the place Where we don't get truth Because people just want to keep peace And I brought it up suddenly When people start saying No justice No peace Or what they're really saying is If If you don't do what we want to do You're not going to have no peace We're going to burn it down We're going to riot We're going to loot We're going to do all this stuff And again It's horrible when the police abuses somebody and shoot somebody wrongfully, no matter where you feel you file on that case. I have opinions on it. Uh, But to react the way that we react, and for Christians to say, I'm tired of this and I'm through with this based on these things, again, whether it was the abortion thing, whether it's the the shooting thing, whether it's the poverty thing, where it's the, the kids at the border thing, we can't get to a place where we put um, truth on the line because people are uncomfortable with truth. I'm going to go back to uh, a few good men. You can't handle the truth. Right?
1: <laughs> but these people aren't looking yeah. for truth
0: because what they yeah. say in these arguments is that's your truth. Now that's mm-hmm. you. You can believe that. That's they That's fine. You believe that. That's what you believe. That's your truth. No, 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 no. no. We're talking about truth right now. That's it. So, so we can establish you don't believe it's a baby. Let's talk. We're talking about abortion again. You don't believe it's a baby. I believe it's a baby. Right? Um, there is no your truth and my truth.
1: In one that, of us is wrong.
0: One of us is dead wrong.
1: Mm-hmm. Now,
0: if I'm right, you're murdering. If you're right, I'm wrong. <laughs> it's yeah. your body, your right to choose. Right? It, there is no in between. And so we have to get to a place where we can stand for truth and say, no matter what the law says, as Christians, no matter what the law says, Roe v. Wade, partial birth abortions, all this kind of stuff. We don't agree with it, but no matter what the law says, I'm not gonna stop speaking truth.
1: Man, I'ma just I'ma say it like this. I'm gonna do a little piggy. I like I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna piggybacker. <laughs> uh I'm just gonna say it like this. Saving faith, right, Mm. as we see it in scriptures, saving faith will stand in the midst of opposition, Mm. in the the midst of persecution. Saving faith will do it. Saving faith will do it not because you're going to will it to happen, but because the grace of God is going to empower you to be able to take up that courage and continue to stand. Um, too many people are throwing out Christ based off of what's going on in our culture right now. Yeah. Um, the season we're in with, with in 2020 with the coronavirus, uh, the there's, race there's, issue.
0: There's no pandemic, Jay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well however you perceive it <laughs> pandemic or not <laughs> people are losing their mind and we're throwing Christ out the window, yes, based off of everything we, we we have going on. and we have to this let me say it this way I I want I want to use this as an opportunity as a call of action. Mm. We have to begin to say because you, whether you know it or not, this is what you signed up for. Amen. Uh, w- one thing I love, bro, that like for years now and like a lot of your teaching, you you always circle back to suffering, right? And if people been listening to you for like years, like you've been preaching for years. And if they listen to every couple of years or so, you always go back around to suffering, like trying to remind people like, man, we are called to suffer. Uh, if you're a believer, you're going to suffer. You bring up Peter, all of these different scriptures, and like people, you people need to understand right now that we have to understand this is what we signed up for. We signed up to be counseled, we signed up to stand out, we signed up to be outcast. We signed up to learn to look like him more than we look like ourselves. That's what we signed up for. If you signed up for something else, if you signed up for something else, maybe you need to reevaluate what you truly want, because right now we don't have time. Mm. We really don't. We don't have time for people that say they live for Christ, but all of these other things are important. We're at a yeah. point right now where you need to decide, and mm. I'm just going to be honest. This is what I sense. Not I, in the like, same like, brother. Yeah. Yeah. I sense it's going to get bad. That's what I sense. I'm not trying to be a prophet. I don't need no attention. You don't even have to listen to me, whatever. I sense it's going to get bad. And Christians, people that are really students of Jesus need to get prepared right now. We can keep playing around, but we've been playing around. This is the thing. If you do any type of research. If you look back around the Reformation time, you see some of those Earth, those Reformation uh, uh, brothers were warning about the need to get back to discipleship. That was in the 1500s. <laughs> they were talking about this four or five centuries ago, uh, how we need to get back to that. We've been playing around for too long. It is time to act now. I'm not talking about act in a sense where we need to go attack people. I'm talking about act in a sense of where we need to put Christ at the forefront of our lives and at the center of our hearts. And we need to stop stop putting everything else in his place. Yeah. The time is now.
0: Hey, Jay Baker, take that mic off that stand and drop it, bro. <laughs> take that mic off that stand. If you don't drop it, I will come through this Zoom call. You better drop that mic. that's it bro you know what i'm I'm, I'm gonna do something it's a little out of context but it fits and i'm 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 king i'm king of the context right but in judges we're reminded Uh that when there was no king in israel yeah everyone did what was right in their own eyes right
1: we serve
0: the king of king and the lord of lords we can't afford to do what's right in our own eyes, yes, sir. Because if we look at Israel and all the stuff that they went through, wanting a king, God said, "I'm your king." They said, "No, nah, we want a king." Yeah. It feels like, and we say this often. When my brother just dropped the mic, dropper, that he didn't drop the mic. I'm, I'm. We're we gonna <laughs> metaphorically drop the mic. We're often saying it's going to get worse. We hope we're wrong, but I don't yes. think we're wrong. Yeah but I don't think we're wrong. Um, you got to make up your mind, man. You got to be ride or die. I know. Listen. You have to understand. We we, we talked about this earlier. Uh, John 15, 18 and 19. Yes. He says, The world hates you. Know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, Therefore, the world hates you. He says, remember the word that I said to you. A servant is no greater than his master. Ooh, ooh, ooh. If they persecuted me, they would also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. Hold on. Wait a minute.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: If they kept what Jesus said, we're going to be saying what Jesus said. Basically, ooh. what he said that. Yeah. But all these things they will do to you on account of my name, because they do not know him who sent me. Everybody running around here talking about they know God. Everybody talking about here, well, well we serve one God and and the Christian God and this God. Now, they don't listen. Church, if we believe that we have truth, and I know this is divisive, uh but every religion is divisive. If, if, if it makes a truth claim, it's divisive. Yes. I don't care what yes. you're talking about. Just like I said a while ago with the uh, with the analogy of a baby or not a baby, it's divisive. There is no gray area. That is no your truth, yes. my truth. Jesus said, I did not come to bring unity, but a sword. And that's that's in relationship to him, his kingdom, and the world. He said, Daddy gonna stand against mama and, and brother against yes. sister, your family members, your genie-. Paul says. Getting caught up in all of these worthless genealogies I mean he is telling us that We are a new people found in him And our primary goal I don't remember if this episode, last episode Jake said this, is to make disciples yes. Is to make Disciples And to have a ministry, ministry Of reconciliation Listen, that ministry of reconciliation Ain't reconciling uh, uh, The legislative branch To the judiciary branch That's not what we're <laughs> here to reconcile we're, reconciled, we're here to reconcile humanity to Christ. Yes. And like he said, he's reconciled my life. Let me be an example and show you what yes. he can do for you. We already know that no man comes into the Father unless the Spirit draws him. We already understand that. We are just there to be like, hey, let me help you understand what's going on right now. Yeah. Let me help introduce you to this, the, the, this God who is tugging on your heart right now. And listen, it's going to be hard because they don't want. I just read it. They don't want this God. No, the world don't want this God. Listen, a lot of stuff that we we will go back to the justice thing. We're jumping around. We're going back to the justice thing. We'll go back to the, uh, the abortion thing. We'll go back to every one of those things that we've mentioned today. People don't want God because God is going to tell them that if you stand for this, you will have to stand for me. People always bring up the whole, and I, I don't know why, maybe it's because of uh, the uh, the lady we just talked about with abortion. Well, what about if a person was raped? That's less than 1% of all abortions. Yeah. That's less than 1% of all abortions. People talk about the police brutality and, and people getting killed at the hand of police. That's less than 1% of all the people dying in the country every year. Less than 1%. And here's the thing we'll say we'll get up and we'll rally and we'll march and we'll protest about all that kind of stuff but then they tell us this virus done hit well only like one percent of the people are dying from it let's just go out and do our own thing and so you see there is no moral standard for life it's this life that life oh oh if this this associates with me i'm I'm gonna take on to this one and so if i want to go out and turn up i'm gonna say the coronavirus ain't real yeah right if i want to go out and Club and take a morning out the pill or whatever that thing is. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just telling you that God has a standard. Now, yes. whether you live up to it or not, that's not for me to decide. It's not even for me to judge you based upon what you do with His standards. I fall short of his standards often when it comes to thinking things in my head about people and all the kind of stuff. And I have to repent of those things. We have to get to a place where we want God and we want God to cultivate that relationship in us that he has given us above what the world has to offer. And now I'm dropping my mic. Either you're in <laughs> it or you're not in it. Hey, Either you want Jesus <laughs> well, you don't. or you don't want Jesus. Yeah. What did Jesus really say? Yeah, he said that. He he, he literally said, if, uh, if you're not willing to lay down everything and, and, and follow me,
1: not not work being, to be my disciple. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's that simple. And I, 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 I'll, I'll say this because I think you gave a few application points. I want to throw a couple of them out there. Um, for those who are following Jesus, I, 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 I'm going to direct it that way. Following Jesus. First thing you can do because excellent question how do you stand for truth in a counseling culture? First thing is decide, hmm. make up in your mind that no matter what, from this point on, because this is a lifelong thing. You you you, you don't get saved just for when it's going good, and then you, you know uh, it's for the rest of your life. You 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 you're, you're saying I'm gonna attach myself to your hip hmm. for the rest of my life. And whatever goes on now is going to continue on into the next life. That's what you—that's what you're saying when you decide to follow Jesus. Wow. Let me give you an example of what I mean by decide. Um, I remember, and you've heard me tell this story, bro, a bunch of times. But just when I was, when I was wrestling in the county jail before I got time to go to prison, I'm still fighting my case. But just wrestling, and I tell people all the time, man, it. I, just reading the word and wrestling with the the idea of, man, is this what you really want? Hmm. But when I made the decision, I remember telling the Lord, I don't care how the enemy is going to continue to come after me, how the enemy is trying to uh, uh, discourage me in this moment, but from from now on, no matter what happens with my situation, I'm gonna follow you for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how that was gonna look. I didn't know where the Lord was gonna lead me. I, I I I really didn't know much about being one of his followers at that moment, but I believed that he was going to show me. And so, first step, I would say, not steps because I cause <laughs> When you say that, people get to thinking about the seven steps to prosperity. I'm not giving you steps like that, but the first thing you need to do is you need to make up in your mind. You need to decide this is what I want and this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. The second thing, and and I'm not going to just throw a bunch of things out, but the second thing is I would say you need to spend as much time as you can uh, over the next at least six months just examining the gospels and I would even add the book of acts. So the first five books of the new Testament, I would say you need to just really look and examine Jesus's life. And then when you get to acts after John, you will begin to see how those that were his followers continued on the same things. And you're going to see that Jesus went through some stuff. His disciples followed him while he went through some stuff. That means they were associated with him, even in the hard times. And then even in the book of Acts, when they continued on, they went through some hard stuff. They went through the persecution. They went in being scattered and having to hide and all of these different things. We have to be able to say, look, what does Jesus really say about certain things? How does Jesus really want me to act? And if this is the way he wants me to act, then I'm going to make up in my mind, I'm going to do it. Whether my family don't like it, whether my friends don't like it, whether other CTBs, these CTBs out here don't like it. They claiming the bees (laughs) Uh, like the world don't like it. People at my job don't like it, whatever. If people don't like it, they just don't like it. And really, to tell you the truth, man, I'm, I'm starting I'm starting to really. I'm starting to really lay hold to some of that boldness. I don't know what it is, but as I, I sense things are finna get bad, I sense God giving me a sense a uh, a certain amount of boldness. And man, man, it's it's time, man. I'm I'm look. I if I have to shoulder some stuff myself for some people that are afraid to say stuff, I'm gonna shoulder it. Like right now, I don't care uh, uh, if if you don't like what I'm saying about standing for Jesus and you don't want to support conduits of change. Keep your money. Don't Please. come to volunteer. Please don't. Uh, uh, don't share what we're doing on social media because we don't do it for likes anyway. I, whatever it is, if I have to show shoulder some stuff right now and people don't like it and they want to attack and say, well, yeah, I like what he's doing in the community, but he's starting to talk about it. No, nah, I'm not starting. I've been lo- talking about it and I'm living it as well. Yeah. And so you don't have to support me. You don't have to like something, but I sense a boldness that's necessary right now. And really, to tell you the truth, it's not just me. It's other brothers. And me and you talk about this all the time, Sean. It, it, but it's other brothers and sisters that are starting to say, man, look, we need to do something. We cannot sit around and keep doing what we and waiting on the doors of the church to open back up. It's time yeah. to get busy right now.
0: Get Man, I, I'm going to bust out an old Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock song. Hey, <laughs> but you're right, man. And 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 you know, another application point, man. I love that one, bro. Another application point is come to an end of yourself as quick as you can. Because oh, you're wow. not that important. Wow. You're really not that important. <laughs> wow. Lay down your rights. I got yes. a right. Listen, lay all that down. Man, the quicker you get to it, the better it is for you, man. I mean, we learned that. Man, maybe it's because we came up in the projects, Jay. And well, when you know you're finna get a whooping. Yeah like The quicker you get to it The better off you is Like The, the better off is, you man, is Man just humble yourself As best you can Listen You would rather f- the You would rather fall on the rock Than have the rock fall on you Ooh. I'm just trying to tell you Listen Here's that Thomas Sowell quote He said It does He talking about the times It does remind me Of the propaganda tactics Of Joseph I can't say his last name During the age of the Nazis In which mm-hmm. he was supposed To have said uh, When uh, in which he was supposed to have said, "People will believe any lie if it's repeated long enough and loud enough." Yeah, he added, and that's what we're getting to. <laughs> it's one of many. Right, it's one of many words that I don't think even the people who use it have any clear idea of what they're saying. Their purpose is served by having other people cave in.
1: That's a. That's a mic dropper. And and you know it's interesting about you reading that quote. A lot of stuff that we just talked about, as far as when we keep telling people, right, is right, he said this is what it's coming to. The same thing we're saying about when it, when Christians are gonna get attacked. It's coming, right? They may be doing these things to other people, getting people to believe and and, and shutting people down, but it's coming to our doorstep too. And man, that, that's that quote is just
0: because because cause, cause here's the thing, bro. I'm starting to hear stuff surface around the internet talking about what Jesus would be doing in this time and in the season. I'm saying, I don't see yeah. any of that in here. Where Jesus, man, if Jesus was alive, like you said with MLK, if Jesus was alive right now, he would be. I say, man, when Jesus was alive and walking the earth, he's alive right now. But when he was walking the earth, he was blowing people's minds everywhere he went.
1: <laughs> For real. He
0: was the most misunderstood person to ever walk the face of the planet. Most misunderstood. Uh, uh, The religious people didn't know what to do with him. The the publicans and the prostitutes didn't know what to do with him. Like, nobody, the woman (laughs) at the well didn't know what to do with him.
1: Yeah. Really, to tell you the truth, if Jesus was alive right now, the same people that are attacking other people would be attacking Jesus because he would not agree with what they're saying. Matter of fact, Jesus would be telling them how foolish the way they're thinking. Is and, and they would start tackling and try, uh, uh, not tackling, attacking, a-tackling <laughs> <and> him. Counsel, <laughs> t- tackling him. Tackling him so that if you don't know, tackling him is they are <laughs> attacking and they counseling him at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, they be crying for Barabbas, yeah, free Say. Barabbas. He's a zealot.
0: He has passion. Barabbas, gonna, Barabbas, gonna get it right now. You wonder why Jesus had to? Jesus would say something, and people would take up stones to to take him. But it wasn't his time to go. He just walk out. Yeah, he'd just burn off on him.
1: <laughs> Kill him now.
0: <laughs> it's better for one man to die than a whole man. wee! Come on, bro. They that they, they listen. I don't know about this little wimpy Jesus that yeah. y'all be portraying. That you know he just be floating around and talking all <laughs> soft and bunny rabbits on his shoulders. Man, yeah. Jesus, man, Jesus Jesus gave it to people, man. And it wasn't like he was just, just an angry. He just gave it to you. And this yeah. words was so true. The Bible says, this is a scripture that people often get out of context when they try to make Jesus a black man because he had hair like wool. But it was uh, white. Yeah. It was white like wool. But <laughs> the Bible also says he had a two-edged sword coming from his mouth because when he yeah. spoke, it just cut you. Now, now, listen, you can look at this cut one of two ways. You can look at it like a surgery. Because he's yeah. dividing your soul and your spirit. And he's trying to give you, or you're going to look like, he, like like he's attacking you. Either way, his words are going to hit you and you're going you, you to, man, you're going to be like Pilate. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing the whole gospel account <laughs> in one a, a rant. That's all right. You're going to be like Pilate. I'm saying, I don't know what to do with this man. I watched, <laughs> Listen, you're going to have to make a choice though. Because yeah. washing your hands is making a choice. Try That's to give exactly it to other what people. What is. y'all going to do with Jesus? Give us Barabbas. All right. No, you made a choice.
1: Yeah, and you the one really in authority right now. You you yielding to them even though you the one in authority. Yeah. Wife
0: having (laughs) dreams about him.
1: I don't mess with that man. (laughs) (laughs) Say, and you know what's interesting going back to you talking about how people always said, if Jesus was around, he'd be doing this. The interesting thing is the Jews were under Roman rule. And so while they were trying to make him king, Right they thinking that he's gonna come now and overthrow the Romans. His goal wasn't to overthrow the Romans his his goal was to overthrow our hearts that they would <laughs> yield to him in his teachings I need me an organ in here <laughs> hey <laughs> oh I, I, we need to over no you don't need to overthrow no you need to give your heart if you put him at the center man I, boy i'm I'm hey. The, there's a i just i can just sense a boldness and i'm and i'm really i'm really working on myself right now man like i'm i'm really working on myself to get to the point i man man i man i'm just look man let me say this man say <laughs> say jay say, i'm not, not going to cancel you say <laughs> i remember cuz i i reflect I, if I'm offending anybody with my prison stories, I am sorry. But no, I want to we them... love the
0: prison stories.
1: <laughs> but I remember as close as
0: I ever want to be to your stories.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I've been doing a lot of reflecting on what was what was my central focus. Now, let me say this. I spent a lot of time in God's Word. I spent a lot of time reflecting reading, studying, all that stuff now. But I have since I've been out, I've had more distractions because uh, of the cares of the world Uh, in there. I I didn't I didn't have to worry about trying to make a living or do anything like that. You know, I was fed. I had clothing. I had uh, like my focus. If I wanted to just sit and study the word and then go out and and live it in, in, in that environment, that's what I could do. But I, I I've been reflecting on like I, I, I I'm gonna be honest I I see at times in my life where it was I've gotten off course just a little bit with my focus where I've allowed myself not to just totally be immersed in Him and and that's that's the whole thing of, of when we baptizing believers yeah right in the name of the Father Son and the Holy Spirit He right. says right. It's, it's being immersed right in that reality. I was fully immersed in that reality and I've allowed other things to be distractions and all of these different things. But the more I'm honing back in my focus, right. And I'm saying like tunnel vision him right now. Oh man. Like I'm sensing things rise up that I hadn't seen in a while. Wow. And I'm, that's, I'm really excited because man, I, the boldness is time. Like there's certain seasons where you can sense God is saying, this is something that needs to be done now. Uh, look, I'm going to tell you right now, we can keep playing and we can keep focusing on all kind of other stuff, getting back in the building, um, all of this. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm willing to not do anything in the community as far as the outreach type stuff that we're doing and spread the gospel and train up people right now. If I had a choice, training up people would be the thing that needs to be done right now at the forefront. And that's all I'm gonna say.
0: Boy, you, hey, you done pulled three four Gump's today.
1: <laughs> that's all I gotta
0: say about that. <laughs> but here's the thing, bro. And this is why I love what you're saying right now. Look at this. My little picture right here, Grace, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what you're talking about is being willing to stand for truth in a midst of a world that doesn't have our standards, with compassion. Yes, sir. The Bible says, "Speak truth in love," and that word, compassion, actually, uh, 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 co- it, it means coming alongside someone with the w- with the ability to try to understand what they're going through, like empathy. Like, like it's, it's really having a love toward like you loving towards them. Um, yeah. And so when you're talking about making disciples, I know you cause I know your heart. We've been friends for long enough. When we're talking about speaking truth in a cancel culture, it's not so that we can just be right or so that we can win an argument. Like I don't listen. I really don't got time to argue with you. Like, Everybody who know me know I better be reading a book or playing Madden or or 2K or doing something else besides talking to you, trying to convince you about something. No, but when I come to someone with love, it's like God allows me to try and put myself in that person's shoes. And how would that person want to hear it? How does that person need to hear it? How does that person need to reconcile with what is being said? And so the whole thing of speaking truth in the cancel culture is... Doing it in a way, let me say it again, that we're leading people to Christ and showing people his love, showing people his grace, showing people his mercy, showing people that, man, you too can have what I say I have, unless I'm a CTB, right? Um, (laughs) But you can have this, you can have the fullness of joy. And so I, I brought this up because you were telling the prison story. And I think about, man, when Paul was writing all these epistles from the prison. He's telling people to rejoice in the Lord. He ain't letting up on them. He's like, yeah. man, like I, I'm suffering right now for the sake of the gospel. And if it says, well, I, I see you again, yeah. And so, man, you got to bold this right now, bro. And let, just, just know, like I said earlier in the in the podcast, having somebody else's back, not letting nobody get out there by themselves. Like, that's a part of the discipleship process for me is being yes, disciple. Well, having somebody that you can say, man, I'm coming alongside you, even if I'm not pouring into your life, even if I'm not speaking. man, I'm just I'm I'm just your Barnabas right now. I'm your encourager. I'm just going to encourage you in what you're doing, man. I see what you're doing and it blesses me, man. I see what you're doing and I can't get out there and do what you're doing. But hey, uh, let me know how I can uphold you. Maybe I got skills on. Social media, maybe I got money, maybe I got uh, uh just a helping hand that when you do go out and feed and do all these things, I can come alongside you and encourage you in what you're doing. Uh and so not having to try and foot the whole uh standing in the midst of our culture by ourselves. Man, by ourselves.
1: Because yes, leaders, sir.
0: I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, leaders are taking hits, not just from the world, yeah, not just from the devil. Yes, but sir. From tr- Christians who are complacent with what they where they are. And angry at you because you said something that provoked something inside of them and then they mad at you and i'm gonna say and here's the thing right now jay <laughs> it's because it's my it's been my world for a while now um i'm gonna say it and i'm gonna say it loud and proud my primary identity is in christ don't try to lump me into any other category you try to lump me in. don't try to call me uh a yeah. bipoc don't try to call <laughs> me a Republican Democrat, yeah. don't try to call. Man, my identity is in Christ. man, I ain't got time yes, sir. to be sitting up here at, look, look at, looking at your DNA and your, 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 your uh your culture and where you come from. And all man, man, listen, don't know. I stand for Christ right now and nothing else. I'm like Paul. I don't know nothing but Christ and Him crucified. Everything else? <laughs> <laughs> listen, what what, what I, I'm gonna get canceled right now. Yo no sabe though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? Dude, no, poppy, I don't know nothing. That comedian. You know about? Yeah. Yes, sir.
1: Mm-mm. I don't know nothing else. I don't know
0: nothing. Hey, yeah, I don't know nothing. Hey, man, somebody got shot up there on the fourth floor? I don't know nothing, man. Christ, no crucified.
1: <laughs> say, and I'm going to tell you right now, that attitude, I guarantee you. But we said it earlier, right? A lot of people actually agree with the piece some not everybody, but they agree with some people that are being counseled, but they're afraid to step up. I'm telling you, when you are bold enough to stand for the truth in the midst of counsel culture, I guarantee you, some people watching you are going to be willing to stand up as well. And that's the main reason why I think we did this episode because we want you to be encouraged to stand for the truth. Because you said something very else, something else is very important, and, 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 and like I don't want to we already been going for a while, but seven hours, <laughs> man. Truth itself, uh, and I believe this was Robert Zacharias that said this as well. Truth ex- itself is exclusive, mm. right? There's there's no uh, no ways around it. It is true. Truth itself is saying that something else is wrong or something else is false, and. if you allow somebody else to convince you that there's your truth and that truth, you're not really thinking through things. Take the time to think for yourself. If you don't hear anything else, take the time to think for yourself right now, because we're in a culture where people are going to lead you. uh, uh, As Proverbs say, um, there's a there's a there's a way that seems right, but its end is Mm. destruction.
0: Mm. Mm -hmm. Brother. I'm gonna listen. I I know we gotta go, man. But I I, I gotta throw this scripture out here. Now listen, gonna this, get it. This is the scripture that I was given a charge to when I became a preacher. When I became a licensed preacher, my pastor told me, he said, "Listen, this is for you." Apostle Paul, 2 Timothy four. I'm gonna go from the New Living Translation. He gave it to me in the uh, Amplified. If you got time, go back and read in the Amplified. It'll blow your mind. But watch this. He says, I solemnly urge you in the presence of God and Christ, who will someday judge the living and the dead when he comes to set up his kingdom. He says to Timothy, his disciple, his 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 his, his mentee, preach the word of God. Be prepared whether the time is favorable or oh. not. Patiently correct, rebuke and encourage your people with good teaching. Why? Before the time is coming, when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching, they will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want them to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. But you should be a clear you should be a clear mind in every situation. Don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Why would he be saying this in the midst of talking about preaching truth? Work at telling others the good news and fully carry out the ministry God has given you. Then he goes on to talk about Paul saying, man, and this is Paul telling him, verse six, as for me, my life has already been poured out like an offering to God. He's saying, listen, man, if if, if I could tell you anything, do this, do this. Paul was approaching his death. And he's telling this young man, listen, stand for truth at all costs. This is what we've been talking about.
1: Yep. You're going to suffer for it. <laughs> but it's it's worth it.
0: it, it and, and, man, see, I'm to the point now where I've been a student of culture and cultural studies for so long. I know how culture works. And, listen, you can't impact change without people coming for your neck. Yep. There will be there, there will be no change. There, there won't be no change. I can't people will tell me I can't speak into the black issues that happen in the world because uh I'm married to a white lady and I'm whitewashed. That's what people will tell me. Well, I know but, Wow But listen, if it takes me to be quote unquote real, yeah. I'm not gonna speak to you from that angle no more. I'm not coming from that angle. Yeah. I'm coming from christ i'm coming from truth it don't matter yeah. who gives you truth truth is truth yep you can't say "Oh, i, I ain't gonna take truth from him because he, he he married a white lady what
1: <laughs> what
0: <laughs> you know who else married a white lady frederick Douglass. deal with that
1: <laughs> yeah, he get a lot of quotes
0: <laughs> and so that's my thing, man. Oh, you can't speak into this because you, 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 you. Listen, sit down with me and hear my story. Sit down with me and hear my story. But it don't have anything to do with truth, though. Yeah. It don't have nothing to do with truth. And that's the cancel culture. The cancel culture say, well, your story is skewed contextually because of how you grew up and the things that you go through. That's why you're saying what you're saying. And I'm just going to say, no, 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 Sabi. All I know is Christ yeah. and him crucified. And that's my mic drop from this episode, bro. What you got? What you got to give us? Is
1: we're hour twenty into it. Hey, I ain't. I'm not gonna even add nothing else to that, man. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't gain so we didn't gain so many uh, uh, application points right there at the end, and you just finished it off. I'm not gonna add nothing. All I'm gonna say is, tell me what the Bible says. <laughs> 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 that's it.
0: That's it. <laughs> you you need to drop that mic now,
1: though. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. <laughs>